MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Let's get right into it. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard as we are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. We are trying. Chris Fowler, I think we're having a little bit of a uh, cell problem or a Skype problem this morning, but uh, Chris is slated to join us here. We'll talk uh, ESP. I think he's on right now. Okay, let's go to him here. Uh, Chris, thanks for the time today. How are you? Chris, can you hear us? Hello. Hey. Oh. Good morning, Chris. How are you? Thanks for the time today. I'm good. Yeah, no, I was a little bit of a disconnect with this app. I'm, I'm good to see you guys. What's uh, what's going on? It's like Lots. you get to Vegas. La- you, when, you, when do you get out here? Today. Oh, today. Beautiful. <laughs> You're walking okay. into 75 degrees, my friend. Well, I'm coming from Miami, so I, I'm, I'm <laughs> trading good weather for good. But uh, Well, then, you know what? If you're coming uh, here from I, Miami, bring a coat. <laughs> I, I ain't coming for the weather. I, I, mean, I, I will get out to Red Rocks and take a little hike, maybe. But I'm coming for the, I'm coming for the yep. game to see that stadium and to, to see who's going to go to the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. I'll give you another one. Uh, you're probably only here for a couple of days, but uh, come down here and check out the sports book sometime at Circa. It'll blow your mind, Chris, what they did down here. I will. That sounds like a plan. Yeah. Okay, so, I've, I've spent plenty of time in sports books. <laughs> yes, very good. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not allergic to the sports book. Very good. <laughs> um, so, where are you at after last night's rankings, and with what uh, Barta had to tell 
your colleague Reese Davis. I know a lot of the media reaction was like, oh, this does not sound good with Cincinnati, you know, regardless of what happens with Alabama. But are you comfortable right now and maybe thinking that with the win, Cincinnati is going to get in? Well, yeah, I think they'd have to sweat it if Alabama won and Oklahoma State won. But I do think that'd be pretty cruel. It feels like the committee has weighed in on that. I mean, Houston, you know, they're double-digit favorites in that game. I mean, if they take care of business, I don't think they'd drop them. Um, but, but listen, they've done weird stuff before. I mean, I, I think the consideration with Notre Dame is interesting. I think that mm-hmm. it's just saying that the committee is going to take into account the coaching situation when making the call sounds weird to me. That that's what's that's what feels unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Brian Kelly not being there that that punishes Notre Dame's chances. I don't know, but that doesn't feel right to me. But you seem to indicate that the committee would take that into consideration. Yeah, think about how unfair that is to the kids at Notre Dame, right? Yeah, I mean, listen, it's just like the the NCAA basketball tournament. If a star player is hurt, Mm -hmm. it's happened before, you take it into consideration. It's different in football. I mean, you've got the entire team there. Does Kelly make a difference on Saturdays? I don't don't know. I mean, he's a good CEO. He's a good coach. His record speaks for itself. He's built the program back. He's leaving Notre Dame a lot healthier than he found it. But is that going to hurt their chances on the game day? I don't. I don't know. Oh. I, I think it'd be tough to penalize the team for that. I think if they're, if they're excluding Notre Dame, they want to look for a reason because it is a fairly popular program, and that might be a reason. But that I don't know that that's a, a good reason to exclude. It. I'm not saying they belong in. I'm saying that shouldn't be the reason. It shouldn't be talked about, in my opinion, for leaving them out. Yeah. Interesting, and the fact that they're going to do it Sunday when when Notre Dame doesn't have a game left either. You think they would discuss that uh, going into last night as well? The game you have out here, and you're gonna you're gonna love the stadium. But this this feels a little strange with the point spread uh, being three or, or, or with uh, Utah, and they just destroyed them in the first meeting. What do you make of the rematch in the big game here with the winner going to the Rose Bowl? Same number as before, right? That's that's the same yes. number yeah. that it was in Salt Lake City, and I, I, which is you know I listen. The Utah home field is worth a lot. I guess it's one of the most valuable home field. You guys know this. One of those valuable home fields in terms of disparity between how they play home and away. And, and now you got neutral and they did kick their ass. I mean, that hasn't changed. I talking to the ducks. I mean, it's very personal. Um, they're going to be breathing fire. The whole personality of the program that Cristobal's tried to build to be physical and shifting the emphasis away from a bunch of small, fast guys was embarrassed. And now it's put to the test. They, I thought mm-hmm. they responded really well against Oregon state. I just watched that game last night for my prep. And I thought that, against a really physical team, they answer some questions there offensively and defensively. And, and that Oregon State's no pushover. I mean, they're, they're a great running team. So I thought the way they stepped up was, was impressive. Um, I think it's going to be a lot harder for Utah um, this second time around. But, um, you know, I, I, what's interesting is we were there a couple of years ago, and Utah's playing for the playoffs. They have everything to play for. Yep. And they look terrible. They didn't show up. They got out physical by a Ducks team that, that had less to play for. So weird things happen in these championship games, and I, I think that Oregon's guys have more experience in them and succeeding in them doesn't always mean that, it, that it's going to affect the outcome of this year. But I think the guys get into these these conference championship games, and they they if they, if they haven't been there before, they they understand quickly it feels different. And then the playoff is different than that, and then the championship game is different than the semis. Every one of these tiers, this is old hat to people that play pro sports, but in college. Mm. They find out, oh, 
damn, this isn't what I thought it was. This is a little bit different than a regular season game. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, God, I sure hope it's a hell of a lot more competitive than the first game. I mean, I don't want to broadcast 38-7. I mean, that yes. was just a ass whoop, you know? <laughs> it's yes. exactly what it was. Right. Yeah, you mentioned weird things happen in title games. It also happens in the Pac-12 on a yearly basis. So the, the, big, <laughs> yeah. the, the biggest upset this weekend you think will be who? You know what scares me a little bit? If you're just, I, 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 you know, Michigan, Iowa is a little bit, that, that number feels big. I know Michigan, people get caught up in it. You guys know how this works better than I do, but they get caught up in what, what Michigan put on the field last time against Ohio State, which was the perfect performance. It's the best they've played in years. It's the best they've ever played under Harbaugh, I think. And now you, you, put, you put them against a team that's not as good as Ohio State. You think, well, that's going to happen again. You forget that Michigan's played four single-digit games in, in the Big Ten against teams I don't think as solid as Iowa. You know, they they that was a good win at Penn State, Michigan State. I mean, they blew that game. Mm-hmm. You expect it to be a close game, but you know, Rutgers um, was it Indiana? They played a close game, um, or Nebraska? Nebraska was a very close game. You know, so the, the idea that Wolverine's just going to roll out there and. and Bump Iowa, even with their quarterback issues. I don't know. I mean, it feels like that could be a battle. It feels going to be low scoring. Um, I I think for the for the playoff for the sport, I'm neutral on these games. But you root for situations, right? It'd be nice to have the Big Ten in the playoff. Yeah, and a Michigan win would do that, and you get fresh blood, a real popular program in that in that four team bracket. Sure. Yep. But I feel it feels like it could be tricky, right? I don't know. For me, it does. Yeah. Uh, does Georgia blow Alabama? Man, again, it, that's you, you, your knee-jerk reaction is yes. If you can't get a first down against Auburn, <laughs> it's been torched late in games by people. But Jamison Williams being in there, I mean, I, once he got set out for targeting against Auburn, I thought, oh, damn, that, that's a problem because he's been their one downfield big play guy. And for a while, that offense looked completely lost without him. And then they just go, hey, let's throw the ball to Brooks. who had two catches all year. He makes a circus catch. They get into overtime, and then they survive. But that, that's just the depth of the Alabama roster. George is much better. I mean, they just, there's a much better team right now. I mean, so, so, I mean, yeah, I'm going to go, we're going to do the Pac 12 fly to Atlanta, get to watch it ringside. I'm very excited about that. We did that a couple of years ago when LSU played, and it, it's great for our playoff prep to see that game. And uh, I'm, I'm just excited to watch it from the field. But, but Georgia should, should handle them. I, I still don't know, man. I still, I st- maybe I'm wrong. You, all the analytics say Stetson Bennett's having a great year. He's elite in this area and this area, but I, I don't know. I don't, if they have to throw, if he's got to make a bunch of plays, I don't know. Yep. I, I think, think Georgia could be at be a battle. And, and also, you know, listen, these guys are college players. You talked about the new experience of it. They're told they're in. You don't even need this. And you can say, but an SEC crown means more than anything. The only focus, yeah, okay, I get it. But if you know you're in the playoff versus do or die on the other side, sure. But tell me, you need yep. to say for certainty how that's going to react, how that's going to play in the minds of twenty-year-old guys. I don't know. Yep. Let's follow the money here on V. and Chris, follow our guest, Chris. Uh, we have a couple of minutes left here. Uh, we know that you're a big music guy, uh, as we are um, as well. So. I'll throw this question at you, and you can only pick one because you've called many, many sporting events across, you know, not only this country but tennis as well. Any matchup you want in college football in any venue across the world, or your dream concert that you can create in any venue across the world, which one would you rather do? <laughs> I feel 
like we get dream matchups. I mean, I, I think I think I go like dream concert matchup. But you're talking about like you could do it anywhere. Like a, you could do it like a real small little setting, or I could yes. be like in the front row of Red Rocks or something. Yes. I mean, yep. <laughs> that's you, you don't understand what a complex question that is because. I, you know, like Red Rocks is a beautiful amphitheater outside of Denver, I, and I've seen a million shows there. I saw you two there, the one they actually filmed for Under a Blood Red Sky way back in the day. I've seen many, many shows there, but you don't want a, a real serious rock and roll show there unless you're really close. I mean, you got to talk about venue, seats, and you, you put the acts in play. Um, and I, I'd have... I might have Rage Against the Machine and Metallica on that bill, but I want yes. a little bit of texture. Can I, can I pull in? I never saw, like, could Mark Knopfler get Dire Straits back together because I never saw them play live. I've never seen Arctic Monkeys play live. There are certain acts that I've never gotten to see play live that are younger acts. I, 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 I build a bill around them. Kings of Leon are our buddies. I, I miss their tour, put them on the bill. I mean, this would be a long festival show. <laughs> Are you signing up for like a five-hour show? Because I oh. could do that easily. Make it a whole sure. weekend if you want. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. No, it, you <laughs> there know. we go. Then it makes it easier. We're doing a whole weekend. Like you know, you you can do uh, like like three nights of three acts each or something, and then <laughs> then it's you great got idea. I love where you're going with that. Um, enjoy Vegas. Enjoy Allegiant Stadium. Have a great call coming up on Friday night, Chris. I Thanks wish we had time. more time, man. The problem is not enough time. Too much to do. But that's how it goes. Yep. No Appreciate doubt. It. We'll talk to you soon. Be talk good. Soon. Yeah, bye-bye. There you go, Chris Paul. Well, yeah, come, I mean, come, yeah, we'll see you Friday. Come in studio, two seconds. Uh, <laughs> 6 a.m., you think? Whole yeah. hour? Yeah. Chris, cool, no cool, problem? Cool guy, I knew it. Yep, how about Very that cool guy, Metallica. Yeah. That's, that's the correct answer. Yeah. Build your dream concert. Sure. Small venue. It's got to be a small venue. 2000. Rage, Rage Against the oh, Machine. Sign me up. Fowler. I'm there. Fowler agrees with Herb Street. Cincinnati's okay. NFL bets. Will Brinson, CBS Sports, coming up next. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives, like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life... 
We've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Sports Betting Network. First Bet wants you to get in all the horse racing action. Sign up today, promo code VEGAS1000, and receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. Bonus code VEGAS1000. NFL picks and NFL talk with Will Brinson, who joins us now. Follow him on Twitter, follow the money, Paulie and Mitch. VEASAN, CBS Sports Senior NFL Writer and the Pick 6 Podcast Host. Before we get to the NFL, uh, we are uh, brothers on this one. I think we both are bothered by what Brian Kelly did. The guy you say, eh, the hell with the playoff. I'm out of here. Yeah, it's crazy. You, know, you look at, like, you need Iowa to win to beat Michigan. You see John Harbaugh, I mean, Jim Harbaugh, excuse me, to, uh, to lay an egg. And you need Georgia to take care of business against Bama. And you're probably in, it's like a Five to one ish parlay type of deal, which is not that obviously not that crazy of a long shot. And on top of that, your committee comes out last night and says that they may dock Notre Dame <laughs> in their in their in the college football playoff standings because Brian Kelly is gone. So that if that little parlay actually hits or chaos ensues and somehow Notre Dame would be in, but they're kicked out because Brian Kelly left. I mean, one you're screwing your kids over. You're screwing the kids over there that you that you recruited and you coached, and then two. You may have just blown a chance to win a national title in probably the, not the easiest year to win one, but no Clemson, no likely no Clemson, no Ohio State, no Bama. I mean, this is the year to win it if you're, if you're Notre Dame. Imagine that, like, overall feel, <clears throat> excuse yeah. me, feeling if you're the kids, right? You get this far, yeah. you play your guts out for this guy, you might, you know, seniors, juniors, whatever, and then all of a sudden, hey, your playoff hopes probably diminish because the coach left on top of everything else. My God. 
and and not to mention you get like a BCC text message yep. from the coach and like through your through your through your text messaging system. It's like from Coach Kelly. You know, sorry, I couldn't be there, guys. And yep. then hey, meet me at seven a.m. And then he gives a two minute speech, turns around and leaves. I mean, yep. I get that it's a business and people move on all the time, but man, when you when you when you when you act like these coaches do and you recruit these kids and you coach them up. And then to, the way it's just, it's just poor taste. I, I'm not an LSU fan moving forward. I'll say that. Yeah. Well said. It's like that the, was bad yesterday. The Tigers could not have done this like and told Brian Kelly, look, we're not going to hire a coach. We're going to make, we're going to fake it. Like we're going to be on this, you know, have a search committee, but you're going to be our guy. We'll just wait till the season's over with. Or just wait till Saturday. That's right. Yes. yes. That's right. <laughs> they could have done that as well. Uh-huh. Right. Absolutely. Do Who do you trust in the AFC? I can't believe that. I mean, I think the two teams that I trust right now are the two I don't know. It's the good old, good old standbys. I trust the Patriots. I, I know that sounds crazy, but I think if you look at this New England team, it one, it looks a lot like 2001. And I know that that also sounds sort of like hyperbole, but you know, if you, if you remove 20 years of memories of the Patriots, then go back to 2001. I was in college, and I remember you know the, the, the talking point then, you know, 20 years ago, was that this team was sort of overperforming. They had to come back to earth as a young quarterback, good defense, but not enough star power. You know who's on the offense? It's you know that, that's, that's letting them win. It's no name receivers like you know uh, Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers. Uh, they got these two tight ends that fit what Belichick wanted to do in Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith. A great offensive line, a really good run game, a defense that people didn't think was going to be as good as it is, and it's coming on strong. And this, you know, young, efficient, um, you know, high percentage throw, doesn't make mistakes, uh, clutch on third downs, and in the red zone quarterback in Mac Jones. I mean, it's it's sort of the same blueprint. Belichick went went back to his roots, and you know, you could trust them week to week to be who they are. And the other thing about that team is. You know, Belichick likes to spend the first four weeks of the season. He divides them into quadrants, and then there's 17 games, screws it up. But early part of the season, sort of figuring out who you, what your identity is. Next part of the season, establish that identity. And then, then finally, you, you know, if that identity works, you lean into it and you make this push towards the playoffs. And I think that's what they're doing. I think they're consistent, and I think they're trustworthy. You know, they're not going to lose 6-9 to nine to the Jaguars. That's my thing. Yeah. Yeah. So is the other team where you're going to go with the Chiefs? Yeah. Yeah, um, I think okay. they sort of. I think they sort of. I think they sort of figured it out a little bit too. Mahomes is finally starting to take what defenses are giving him, and if he starts doing that, you know the, the safeties are going to have to creep up. You know he's going to try to shrink the windows that he's dinking and dunking to Kelsey and Tyree Hill in, and as soon as that happens, it opens up everything over top. So the, the defense is playing much better. I don't know. I don't want to give him too much credit for moving Chris Jones back to his natural position. It's like, yeah. you shouldn't have moved him in the first place. But, and, you know, Spags, uh, with the threat of his you know, job on the line, finally shifted Chris Jones back inside. Um, you know, Melvin Ingram has been a nice addition off the edge there for them. And they, if they can create enough havoc up front, the back end who can hold up long enough to, to, to be an okay defense. We saw them sort of do this in 2019 where they, uh, the defense kind of came together in a, a 2006 Colts kind of way down the stretch. Yep. Okay, so Chiefs, Patriots, two teams in the AFC they do trust. Do you trust Belichick and the Pats enough this week to take them plus three on Monday night against the Bills? Yeah, I do. And I think Bill Belichick has had 
So they've got, you know, they, they've, their buys coming up, right? They mm-hmm. know they had to take care of business at home against Tennessee. You put yourself in, in position to not only secure the division potentially, but also the, the number one seed in the AFC, which would be enormous, you know, given the, what we thought about this team coming in. Um, and I think Belichick remembers what Josh Allen and Sean McDermott did, did to him last year on Monday night in New England when the Patriots were about as low as you can get. They're dogs to the Bills, and, and they absolutely smacked them around and embarrassed Belichick on national television, tried to send a message, and it was like, hey, look, you've had this division for 20 years. It's ours now. And I think Belichick has the ammunition and the firepower to, on defense, to throw a bunch of junk at Josh Allen, to confuse him, to, you know, the Bills are, have been a little off their game in terms of what they've done offensively. They, they, they aren't running it through Steph Diggs as much this year, which is very surprising. Um, and I, I think he can take Steph Diggs away, force you to beat, force him to beat you with, you know, Emmanuel Sanders, Cole Beasley, Dawson Knox. Um, I, I like the Pats to win outright. Uh, to win it outright. Mm. All right. Will Brinson, our guest, CBS Sports NFL senior writer, the host of the Pick Six podcast. How about in the NFC, where uh, now about you know a third of the season left in the regular season anyway? At this point, have you seen enough with the Rams? Uh, or do you want to be patient? Um, do you want to let it play out, or do you want to call this team total frauds? I want to let it play out. I mean, you know, the it is it, look. Anytime you've got the leaks coming out about, and it was like very coordinated with the Matthew Stafford injury stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, we hear it from ESPN on Sunday Morning Countdown, um, and then you know, a, a very a very specific report from Green Bay about Matthew Stafford's injuries that you know can only come from either Stafford or the Rams, and then on Fox in the America's Game of the Week of the Year of the Century, Troy Aikman won't shut up about how hurt Matthew Stafford is. It's like, Troy, this is not how you handle being leaked information. Just say it once. You don't have to, <laughs> don't have to bludgeon us with the, with the news that Matthew Stafford is hurt. And I think, I mean, I do think he is hurt, and I think that matters. Um, but we have seen over the, like, you know, even dating back to you know, just the last couple of years, Sean McVay's offenses tend to stagnate a little bit later in the year where teams start to defenses start to figure out how to handle them and how to, how to sort of take away what they do best. And that's the one thing about McVay. Like he's obviously a very smart offensive mind, uh, very good at designing offenses, very good at getting the most of his players. But the two things that, that, it's not the one thing, the two things, one his in-game decision-making, it just doesn't like, like match up with an aggressive young coach. He's just not, he just, Pete Carroll with, with, you know, less gray hair. Um, and then two, you know, does he, can he adjust in season and can we see those results show up quickly? Because he's going to need to do that. If, if, if he doesn't, then that's just a bigger like systematic problem. I, I'm not ready to call him off. They got too much star power for me. And the, the bottom part of the a- NFC, although it's shaping up a little bit better with San Francisco playing well, is so weak that I think the Rams will still, uh, you know, easily be a playoff team. Yep. Well, we have like uh, a minute left here. Anything else that you like this week? Tricky week with all these big spreads. Yeah, I was just sending in my picks for the uh, for the full week to our uh, our editors, and it, I mean it is. It really is like a a week where you look at it. You, there's not a ton you love. I think I like the Bengals a lot here. Joe Mixon is running really well. Uh, the Bengals' offensive line is playing some much better than people are giving it credit for right now. And the Chargers are so susceptible to the run that they should be able to just pound the ball on the Chargers. I, and he forced Herbert being one-dimensional coming back, but they don't stretch the field. I like Cincinnati to kind of beat up on uh, L.A. this week. 
Very cool. You can follow Will on Twitter. He is at Will Brinson. Read him at CBS Sports and check out the podcast as well. It's called the Pick 6 Podcast. Well, that was a lot of fun. Thanks for the time today. We appreciate that. Yeah, anytime, guys. I'm good. Yeah, Thank you. You too. He is uh, ultra high on the Patriots this week and uh, mm-hmm. for the season. Lexington went out right on Monday night. That number dipped down. Yeah, Johnny was telling us from uh, DraftKings 20 minutes ago. Yeah, Mitch, down to two and a half. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, got two and a half, now back to three. Yeah. Can't wait for that game. Oh, and the Manning cast is back, too. Here's that what I would awesome. like to see. It's That's beca- a monster game. It's because I'm on the Bills. Uh-huh. No, I'm not. Check that. I'm on the Patriots plus three. Got my team's confuser for a second. I'm on the Bills. I would like to see Belichick dial up a plan and just have like five INTs of Allen, and he looks totally lost out there. Good happen. That would make me happy. Which Belichick? Mullet Belichick? Both of them. Kid's I, doing a great I want, job. I want more, more shots of him on the sideline. That kid knows what He's a lunatic. Uh, Win-lose yeah. coming up next. Some lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, here we go. Wake Forest Northwestern over 143 up to 147. That gets there. Boise St. Louis over 132 up to 135. Someone knew something there. Congrats, 86 82. I'm doing a Charleston, see? Huh? One and a half up to three and a half. They beat Tulane by four. Red Wings plus 180. Took out the Bruins. Overs in hockey last night went six and two. Unders in the association went four and one. Now 56% on the season. And it was good to watch that goal. I didn't know that. That was history. Golden State and Phoenix. First time in history, two teams in the same division with that high of a winning percentage. At least 20 games played. At least 20 games in. Right. And the Suns have now won 17 in a row. Good videos, as always. Subscribe. Be part of the team. Welcome. Get in. VEASAN.com. And especially for our radio and podcast people, we love you. We haven't forgot about you. But you got to see these videos, too, and check it out. Cats, dogs, helping each other out. More ways than one. Here's the dog helping. He picks him up like he's a human. Grabbing, trying to get in a little fat guy. Can't get up there, either. Hey, one, one more biscuit for breakfast. I mean, look at him. <laughs> He's trying to do a pull up there, and he falls down. I'm so impressed with the dog. Yeah, look at the dog. Really How am. smart. This guy got you, buddy. You can get it. It's on me. Come on. A little encouragement. The balance on the hind legs. Right. Using his front paws to ah. actually. Oh, it's awesome. I could watch that on loop all day. Put that up, Dan. Will you? Paulie does Vegas on Instagram. Dan is the man. This one, too, Danny. Here's where the cat helps out the dog. Gets on the counter, knocks the food down on the floor, and the dog can go to town. Yeah, help me oh, out. Okay, so I'm curious, though. Like they plan the whole thing. You're right. So <laughs> the, the cat can jump up on a, a nine-foot yeah. cupboard if he needs to, right? Yeah. Because it's a cat. But does the dog... So the dog attacks the nuggets right away. It appears to be four of them. Who oh. knows? Maybe six? <laughs> does he leave one for the cat? E. Can you share, buddy? I doubt it. That's why the cat's got to make his move. He's got to yeah. have one maybe yeah. first and then right. knock it over the edge. Yeah, that dog's going to town. That's a big fella, too. Eclectic mix here. Good. Foxes, red pandas. This is great. Yeah, there you go. A little tussle there in the That's snow. That's such a great photo. Wow, that is awesome. Where'd you come up with that one? Oh, Instagram. Really? Yeah, I These mean. These are great. It makes me want to own a red panda. Why not? Huh? I'm sure it would work yeah. in Las Vegas, wouldn't it? In the backyard? Hands up. Summertime? Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> Beautiful creatures. Sure. Look at the tail on that one. <laughs> oh! Little guy, yeah. Peekaboo. Hello. That's good. Well done. What could go wrong with a panda at the house? Ah. 
I don't think anything. Beautiful. Yeah, very good. Lose some. Raptors, a loser last night in the first quarter. Now 15-1 and one last 16 to the over in the first quarter. Kings from five down to pick. No LeBron, no problem. 117-92. I really want to bet against Sack tonight again. But the Clippers are laying seven and a half. And well, they're coming off a bad loss at so home to the Pelicans. But I was not involved in that game last night. But what do you think people are thinking who actually grabbed the Kings plus the five at halftime when they have that lead? There's no LeBron. You're like, this yeah. is exactly okay. I'm in great in a great position. The Lakers outscored the Kings by 34 points in the second half. What a disaster by Sacramento. That whole Ronadive buying the team. But go back to the Maloops who used to own the Palms out here. And they were a playoff contender every year. And questionable officiating, but they should have beat the Lakers that year uh, and gone to the finals. Well, this is but then, they up- just, then it's just like, get rid of Adelman. They hired Reggie Theus, Musselman, Smart, and they, oh. like every other every year was a new coach. Oh, I bet you, you could, even like the biggest Kings fan on the planet would have a tough time rattling off, in order, the Kings coaches since Adelman left. That's tough to do, probably. Let's look at that. It, that's, that's coming so, up on like 20 oh, years, by and, the and way. The, and the How? Draft. How about the draft? Oh, every Jimmer year. Jimmer Ferdette. So depressing. Bagley over Luka. Uh, and Trey Young. They took a kid out of who was the kid out of didn't he take a kid out of Michigan top fifteen that couldn't play? Yeah, Stauskas. That's it. Stauskas. There's yeah. another one. They took that I mean, Robinson like kid from they know Robinson idea. from Kansas. Uh, they screw it up. Every, uh, other than De'Aaron Fox, yeah. I, I think Halliburton's pretty good, and this kid from uh, Baylor also. But yeah. I mean, it's like, oh Jesus, guys, come on! Someone put seventeen thousand on the Warriors last night. Money line, no good there. Uh, beat them up in the paint and on the boards, but uh, turnovers. Can't turn it over. That was a loser yep. for me. I had the Warriors. One lose some. Our very own JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel, just missed out on fifty-five thousand super contest at the Westgate. And he had the Colts plus three. That was tough. Mm. So you asked tough. me earlier, am I surprised at twenty-three and seven won the six-week contest? I said yes. Yeah. So would am you, I. Would you expect like a twenty-five and five? Yes. But so well, the crazy stuff we've seen out here, right? How about the guy out here who went one and four, the leader? He's still the leader. He's seventy-one percent now. He went one and four this past week. Yeah, he's still in first. And he's still place. the leader. He's still in the leader. Yeah, that everyone had a bad week. Everyone had a bad week, right? A couple of bad beats. Uh, Capitals plus one twenty. They led four one in the third period and lost to Florida. And the Lightning plus one twenty. They led three nothing in the second and got beat. Win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Log in and get a twenty percent live profit boost on the NBA every Wednesday. Learn more. At BetRivers.com. Now, I think this is also win some, right? Or is this lose some? You tell me. You ask me which Belichick is going to have it dialed up. <laughs> this is Steve. There he is. Look at the hair. Yeah. Was Sticking that your... with the mullet? No, I did not have a mullet. I had long hair. That's a mullet. He's got the short <laughs> hair. Going. Wait, wait, so what, what do you mean you had long hair, but it wasn't a mullet? No, it was long everywhere. He's got like okay. party in the, what is it? Party in the party, back. Yeah, no, it's business whatever. in the front, business, party in the yeah, back, I think is right. what it's called. Yeah. That's a mullet. Whoever thought the mullet was a good idea? I don't know. Speaking of th- the best concert I've ever attended, we got to hang. Fowler's a cool guy. Yeah, you think? Metallica, early 90s, outside in Wisconsin, Somerset, Wisconsin. That was probably at the same concert as you. Allison Chains. Allison Chains was supposed to open. Lane Staley fell off the wagon with the drugs. But uh, in any event, Hetfield, Hetfield was rocking the mullet back then. Oh, you know what? It was not the same one then. Yeah. I saw him a year later. No, same show. No, no, no. Because we Danzig? Saw, Danzig was Suicidal there. Suicidal Tendencies. Suicidal Tendencies, yeah. Yeah, big in SoCal. Suicidal Tendencies. And Suicidal Great Tendencies. Concert. So like 1994-ish? Yeah. My guy, God, we were there. The guy, 
the guy he broke his leg yeah. or his ankle. He's on the couch the whole time, yeah, and it was awesome. Yes, they put on a great show. Yeah, he's on I the couch. I can't believe it. I go, what the hell is this? They brought the couch out for the lead singer. It was so good. He broke his leg, and then like there was a, <laughs> there was like a Metallica helicopter flying around like they during the show, in. and everybody's going nuts. Like that's got to be them. They ah, came in, yeah. They're yeah. that popular. They stay like in Chicago. And they, well, who's gonna who's gonna go to Wisconsin? How many times? Oh, Lars Ulrich in Wisconsin, please. How, how many times have you uh, seen them live? A handful, right? Good six, seven times. Yeah. Pants fell off the last one. Why is that? It's in the second row. So excited? No. What's? Oh, just the mod. The, you well, know, I had and... I had lost seventy five pounds. Oh, that's what. It, yeah, there you and go. And I had, I had, I didn't. I had wind pants on. I'm like, what do I wear? I'm in the mosh pit. I'm in the second row, and uh, and like I was in the mosh pit, and then the, the, it, it, they went down. But I had, I had stuff underneath. But it's like, yeah. I caught Kirk Hammett's uh, pick. Oh, you did? Yeah. You still have it? Yeah. No, I gave it to my buddy, Loopy. Okay. Jeremy Lupinick. Yeah. I got uh, the closest I ever got, and I stayed there for about a song and a half. Oh, it's so tough. I, I was When I was uh, a fat ass, uh, I, was, uh, I made it to first row of Tool and Ozzy Osbourne. And I'm like, I had to jump the thing. I, uh, I, I have to get out of here. I can't. Because yeah. it's just like it's all these wave. people are coming forward, and they're yep. on you. And it's three hours, and you don't have any water. And it little help, and I couldn't do it. And I, but I was so fat, I was just boxing people out, and there's nothing they could do. Yep. I was like, grab, you know, I, I made a second row to Pantera. Oh no! As as Phil Anselmo was coming on stage. Oh no! And he come, goes in the microphone. You better get bleeping ready. And it just everybody starts going nuts. So there's a huge mosh pit right by the stage. You know, I'm five eleven, a buck eighty. Guys are in there, like there are six it. five that are brick, you know, one house mission. And I lasted a song and a half, and I'm like, I can't take it anymore. I don't know what the hell's going to happen in here. I'm exhausted already. It. I got, but that was just like, I, I'm good. That get was out. that was good enough for me. Got to get out. What were we talking about? I have no idea. So do you? Uh, how about do you agree now? Tweet at us an email. Herb Street and Fowler think Cincinnati's safe. Do you concur? Herb Street thinks they can get to number three. This means nothing if Alabama loses. But do you think Oklahoma State will – you think Oklahoma State's jumping Cincinnati. I, I'm also with uh, – I'm with Fowler. And I'm also with uh, Chris Vanini, ESPN. Uh, no, Athletic. <laughs> you, you can't do that. You can't have an undefeated team and they're 4-4-4-4 four, 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 and they beat a ranked team and then they drop? That's Mickey Mouse. I think, I think Oklahoma will get in. Oklahoma State will get in with a win. Over Cincinnati with a win. I think Oklahoma, I think the committee will look at that and say, "Oh boy, great win over Baylor." They're, wow. It's a power five, it, but I also do. Th- I think that I was bothered by Barta's comment when asked by Reese Davis, "What's how close is Bama and Cincinnati?" and he wouldn't answer the question. Yeah, right. So was I. I also think that if Bama loses and it's not close, they could go Georgia one, Michigan two, then Cincy three, and put Oklahoma State four to give us Okie State, Georgia, and Cincinnati, Michigan. I think that's a possibility. Mm. And get Bama out. Cincinnati should have been ahead of Alabama. If Cincinnati was ahead of Alabama last night, there was nothing yep. to worry about. Yep. All right, if you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local uh, perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, LA, and New York. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. What we're betting today with In Pocket Place coming up next.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. 
I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you three to one odds. Nope. Five to one. Nope. Ten to one. You're up. Here we go. Time for in-pocket plays. A loser last night. Warriors plus two against the Suns. And again, the way that uh, it went yesterday after our show. And in fact, it was late morning, I think, when we found out that uh, Andrew Wiggins was questionable. Back stiffness. He did play in the game last night. But that number then moved to three, three and a half. So I got a bad number. I was a loser anyway, regardless. But if you told me before the game that Devin Booker was going to get injured in the second quarter and not come back in the game, I'd be like, I I love my bet. I love my position. Yeah. And they were just, they closed him out in the fourth quarter. And Curry, it, it's, how, how, think about what had to go against me last night and everybody else who had the Warriors. Booker got hurt. Curry had the worst night of the entire year. He was 3 of 14 from downtown. That never happens. Yep. So, I'd like to see that matchup in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. This week, uh, I'm on Western Kentucky pick against Texas San Antonio. If this number gets to 3, I might buy back a little bit. Um, you thinks, know who likes Western Kentucky? Oh, Everyone. Be careful. Be careful. This is from uh, the Gonzalez Cannon on Twitter. Tagged us. Texas San Antonio has sold 27,000 tickets already for the game. Yeah, there'll be 40,000 there. I saw trailer set at the coach. They see, yeah. Because that's why I signed a 10-year extension. Doesn't include student tickets, team tickets, or Conference USA tickets yet. It's going to be an incredible go. atmosphere. Yep. That gets a three. I'm probably going to go for a middle spot. Um, on the Patriots, Monday night, plus three. At the Bills. I bet this yesterday. Okay. And I'm also probably going to do the rollover effect because I already bet the Dolphins earlier in the week on the money line. Uh, but Dolphins to make the playoffs at 11-1. to 1. Look at their upcoming schedule. They catch a huge break until the final week when they take on New England. But until then, and I'll get I had it dialed up here, but it went away from me. Sorry about that. Um, they're playing really good football. Credit Flores for turning this thing around. The defense has been terrific. After dropping those seven straight, they've won four consecutive. Giants this week, bye week. Jets, Saints, Titans, Patriots. So taking a shot at this point of the season. All right. Uh, I bet this earlier in the show. The look-ahead line for next week, Minnesota minus four against Pittsburgh. And uh, if you shop around, you can find this. College basketball conference wins. Here's what I need to avoid in order to win this bet. I bet BYU over 10.5 wins in the West Coast. The juice has moved a little bit, but they're really, really good. They're well coached. Here's what I need to avoid. So, is it likely they get swept by Gonzaga? It's probably a favorite they get swept by Gonzaga. I need this team to avoid four more losses in the West Coast Conference. I like my chances. Mm. I bet BYU over 10.5. All right. Yeah, their power rating keeps going up. They killed, they just they just beat Utah on the road, well, in the rivalry game, and they killed Oregon. I think that was out here. No, that was in Portland. They yes. beat them by 30 points yes. in Portland. Yeah, forgot about that. Okay, very good. Good luck. I'm also on Western Kentucky Friday night, Michigan. I, I, I know about the letdown spot. and It's a bad matchup for Iowa, and I know Michigan's had some close calls. Fowler was great about that. I don't see how Iowa's going to move the ball. I, 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 I thought they'd have a good season and people were sleeping on them. A lot has to go. They, can you take it away three times every game? I mean, that's block punts, all this other business. Well, and then when they you were down twenty-one though, to six to Nebraska, yeah, when you can't do that, then is the offense right. going to give you anything whatsoever? Right. And how Purdue carved them up, and Oklahoma State to beat Baylor, playing five and a half, and I like the Bills on Monday night. 
Also, uh, Chiefs to win the AFC West, minus 177 at Bet Rivers. And one lean tonight, Seattle in Detroit. Seattle on the road, 9-1. Goal in the first 10. Let's keep it going, 10-1. Thanks to Chris and Ian for the great numbers with that. As they tweet it out every day, Seattle-Detroit goal in the first 10. In Pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at BetRivers.com. Are you? Yeah, you got this. Bruce Feldman. Akron has zeroed in on Oregon OC Joe Moorhead to become the Zips' next head coach. They're going to hire him after the the Ducks play in the Pac-12 title game Friday. Watch Fowler and Herbstreit on the call. The Pittsburgh native, a former OC there, spent five years at Akron. Let me get this straight. Penn State offensive coordinator, Mississippi State head coach, Oregon OC, Akron's one of the worst programs in the country. Oh, it all lines up, huh? Akron. Yeah, they are what terrible. Bo- bottom five and have been for many years. Yes. I don't get. There's, there's got to be some sort. Is there a connection here? Family, something like that. Is it going to just go to fade into the woodwork and retire after a couple years? Or that's you know there was a health scare. He missed the Stanford sure, game. Right. Akron. That's one of the most bizarre moves I can recall for a college coach. <laughs> Penn State, Miss State head coach, Oregon, Akron. I mean, we can get the details later on today. How much? How much more money do you think he's making at Oregon as the OC compared to what? What's the most Akron can give a coach? Three hundred thousand. Yeah, that's another thing. Right. I, I'm, I'm guessing right now. I don't know. I couldn't believe. Boy, that. that is weird. I couldn't believe it. I saw that. That is that's kooky. Let's go over some uh, look ahead numbers. Next week in the NFL, uh, week 14 that we have coming up. So the Thursday night game, it opened up three and a half. I told you I bet it at minus four, so I missed three and a half, but I got four against Pittsburgh. Uh, I think there's a chance the Steelers really like look bad, and I'm talking about very bad for, what do we have, six games left? For maybe a majority of the season that we have coming up. Something there with the Tomlin Claypool? Claypool, play music during practices. Make it more fun. I know this. Tomlin's like, "Uh, I I have an office, you have a locker. Yeah. Yeah. Go back and look at like the three previous games for the Steelers. They are getting absolutely gashed on defense. Watt with the COVID, some injuries. You can run all over this team. I, I thought Minnesota would be at least six. I'm surprised. I mean, that's is that a reputation yeah. from last year on the Steelers? I I don't get that number. Well, even when they they have won lately, it's been like an act of God. Yeah, right. I mean, this yeah. Is, I mean, look at the wins they've had. Yep. Uh, KC. They just played the Raiders a couple of weeks ago. This is in Arrowhead. They they open up ten against the Raiders. So that's the one spot in the last six weeks where the Chiefs looked really really good offensively. Yeah, you're right. That is it. Yep. Will Gus Bradley do the correct thing? And play Kansas City like everyone else has, or uh, ah, we're the Raiders. We do it. We do it our way. Uh, that's a good question that, for Lombardi. How'd that work, Gus? Same six and a half at the Jets. Pu. Uh, I got uh, Who knows what Peyton's doing tomorrow at quarterback? It was supposed to be Hill, and now they don't know. But I got. I got to see what this looks like because I know what Simeon could do is nothing. I mean, this is this is well, an, that, an atrocious, non-existent passing game. But you're also going against the Jets defense, sure, which will allow high school offenses to right. throw on them. <clears throat> Bengals two and a half against the Niners. Great game. They flex it to a late game. Huge game. Especially if the Niners can keep it going and beat Seattle. Beat Seattle. Uh, this is an enormous game. And it's a great stretch for Cincinnati here. Very important stretch with the Chargers and the 49ers coming to town. 
And who knows? If they get help, they could win this division. Baltimore has the easiest schedule in that division. Uh, numbers with Steve Mackinnon. But Cincinnati already beat Baltimore. But this is this will be we'll really find out where Cincinnati's at here the next couple of weeks. So this is that funky schedule spot for Baltimore and Cleveland where right. they just played. Cleveland gets the bye. Yep. But Baltimore has a game between they the two play teams. Pittsburgh. That is strange. And Cleveland gets the same opponent off the bye. Yep. Uh, that was such an ugly game on Sunday night. Terrible. Carolina two and a half against Atlanta. I I, I know they blew them out in the first game, and I, I don't want any part of Cam Newton right now. Well, I think for I, me, this is a hard pass for both teams. Yeah. At two and a half at that number, I just I, I can't get there. Uh Dallas five at Washington, football team coming on. Possible playoff team. Well, I'm not ready to say that, but uh Rivera certainly changed things defensively. Well, what do you think of Heineken? I can't believe serviceable. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. But We'll know a lot more about the Cowboys Thursday as well. Oh. Got to win. I mean, what what team am I getting? The team that was six and one, or the team that's lost three out of four? Sure, with some bad losses. I mean, it was a great win when they won with Rush in Minnesota, but since then, my God, well, the Atlanta game. I mean, come on, it's Atlanta. But that yeah. the, the Denver game was troubling. Losing to the Raiders. I know you got people out. But not you is... know not only six and one, seven and zero ATS. Yes, and now one and three since. And uh, lucky to beat the Patriots. In that game, too? Well, no question. I mean, that was, who knows, a couple of plays go their way. And it, Again. This really would be a, divi- a, division, a, divi- a race in that division, rather. I, this is not getting enough attention, in my opinion. And I know it's coulda, woulda, shoulda. But the Patriots are razor, like, it's this close to being 10-2 and two or 11-1 and one on the season. You're right. Right? Yep. Could have won that game against the Cowboys. Yep. Same thing against the Buccaneers. And if Damian Harris doesn't fumble, they're winning that game against the Dolphins. How about Tampa three and a half at home to Buffalo? I like Tampa in that game. In fact, I might bet that as soon as the show is over with. Tampa Bay yep. at home has been a machine. I don't trust Buffalo as far as I can throw them. By that point, Brown should be back. They should be completely healthy on offense. Yep. The short week for Although Buffalo. We got, we got a good reminder on Twitter during the commercial break from a Bills fan saying that the offensive line is starting to come back now for the Bills, which is huge for sure. But the, All right. it's going to have to be Josh Allen outgunning Tom Brady in that game. And I just I like Brady and the Bucks at home for sure. Yep. All right, that's it for us. Back tomorrow at 7 Eastern. Good luck with your bets tonight. We'll see you. talking about? I have no idea. What are we talking about? Bet River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one-time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, playable in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. See the Bet River Sportsbook app for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Or in Colorado, call 1-800-522-4700. Playable in New Jersey as Play Sugar House. The VEASAN Midseason Football Special is here. Put the VEASAN betting experts to work for you from now through February for only $99. Daily best bet emails, 24-7 video streaming, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in-depth data and analysis on VEASAN.com. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe and get everything we have to offer for the rest of the football season for only $99. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. This is Opening Lines with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans. 
Uh, two offensive linemen were missing for the Denver Broncos today in their win over the Chargers. It did not matter. They won outright against Los Angeles. Now they hit the road for a primetime spot against the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs look ahead 9.5 with a total of 49.5. Not surprising. No adjustment on the open. Kansas City 9.5 in this spot against the Denver Broncos. You got one of the best uh, underdog quarterbacks in the history of the NFL in this game. Teddy B. Uh, I'll, I'll look up his um, spread records and other. 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 MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.